Welcome to my podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and I trust that it'll be a blessing to you. I'm Dr. John Cook, your host. We are continuing now our series on Just a Thought on the Book of Revelation. I want to say right from the start that nothing that I say is original with me. In fact, I don't think any preacher can say anything that is original. The Bible says there is nothing new under the sun. My daddy used to tell me that if it's new, it isn't true, and if it's true, it isn't new. So I just accept the fact that I'm simply going to be repeating what somebody else has found already. We now join in progress part nine of our study on just a thought on the book of Revelation chapter four, verses one through 11. John goes on to tell us what he saw before the throne of God. Look at Revelation chapter four and verse six. And before the throne, there was a sea of glass like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. John sees this sea of glass, a frozen sea that's like unto crystal. At this time, when John sees it, it is, it is unoccupied. Later, when he sees it, it will be mixed with fire. We find that in Revelation chapter 15, verses 2 and 3. Listen to it. And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire. And them that had gotten the victory over the beast and over his image and over his mark and over the number of his name stand on the sea of glass, having the harps of God. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. At that time, this sea of glass mixed with fire is going to be occupied by the martyrs of the tribulation. But at this time, the sea of glass is clear as crystal. This sea of glass reminds of the brazen sea that stood before the holy place in Solomon's temple, which we read about in 1 Kings chapter 7, verse 23 through 45, says he made a molten sea, 10 cubits from one brim to the other. Says it stood upon 12 oxen, three looking toward the north and three looking toward the west and three looking toward the south and three looking toward the east. And the sea was set above upon them and all their hinder parts were inward. This sea was made of bright brass. In fact, every part in the tabernacle and in the temple was built according to the pattern that Moses received in the mount. The brazen sea reminds us of our need for cleansing daily. Cleansing which comes according to Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 26 through the washing of water by the word. This tells me we need to get into the Word of God daily that we might be convicted of our sin, convicted that we might 
confess our sins and find cleansing by the blood of Jesus Christ. Though nothing separates us from our salvation, sin breaks our fellowship with the Savior. That's why we need to confess our sins unto him, as we're told in 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9. It says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So the confession of our sins brings cleansing and restores fellowship with our Savior and our Lord. As long as we are in this body of flesh, we will never be rid of sin's presence. In fact, the Apostle Paul tells us about this struggle that goes on in his Christian life and in our Christian life after salvation. Turn to Romans chapter 7, verses 15 through 25, and we're going to read it. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that do I. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. For the good that I would, I do not, but the evil that I would not, that I do. Now if I do that I would not, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind I myself serve the law of God but with the flesh, the law of sin. For us to claim that we have reached the point where we have no sin is to make ourselves a liar and to call God a liar. This is according to 1 John chapter 1, verses 8 through 10. It says, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. We lie to ourselves. And the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him, we make God a liar. And his word is not in us. Thank God we have deliverance through our Lord Jesus Christ and only through him and we have forgiveness through him. Thank God for his grace and mercy. Thank you for joining us in this podcast and encourage you to join us in the next podcast in our continuing study on Just a Thought on the book of Revelation. Hey, while you're here, why don't you subscribe? Appreciate it and God bless.